Welcome to Recently Logged, where it's Christmas season once again. Hello. Or apparently, alternatively, we hate kids was going to be the intro or something <laughs> no, like that. No, it was, if you remember the line from the movie we're talking about this week... The elves start going on about how the children don't matter when child doesn't matter. Like, yeah, so Robbie <laughs> thinks children don't matter, I think is what we're saying. I thought, thought it would be a fun, comedic way to open the podcast, but we went with something generic and festive instead. So I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Robbie hates children, that's <laughs> confirmed. I think... Arthur Christmas hates children. Like uh, uh, the character, the character, the, characters. the character Arthur Christmas no. hates children. <laughs> I thought that was the entire point that he liked. No, children. no I'm saying <laughs> some of the characters in the film Arthur Christmas don't care as much about children I as think other need, characters. I think you need to get your story straight here, Abby. Oh my goodness. But anyway, I my name is Robbie, and I'm Micah, and we're we're here. On recently logged, and we're talking about a movie, a Christmas, movie. a Christmassy if, movie. If you can't tell from the name, <laughs> from our intro, right? From everything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're talking about uh, Arthur Christmas, yeah. which, for those who are unaware, we're going to give you some details about it. Mm. Alright, so again, we're talking about Arthur Christmas, which is a 2011 movie rated PG. It is an hour and 37 minutes. It's a little IMDb description is, Santa's clumsy son Arthur sets out on a mission with Grand Santa to give out a present they misplaced to a young girl in less than two hours. Yeah. Spe- specifically, does it say on Christmas? Because it's just like in less... No, it doesn't. Specifically, like, on Christmas morning. Yeah, it's, it's not like they're just doing it in two hours. <laughs> it wasn't like just a random challenge. Like <laughs> uh, The cast features James McAvoy. So weird. Jim Broadbent. <laughs> nice. Bill... I never know how to pronounce this. Nye? Nye? I don't know. I think so. That sounds correct. Uh, Hugh Laurie, which I always find very weird that he voices Steve, because that's not what I picture when I picture Steve's voice. I don't know. Like, his voice makes sense for it, but, like, I don't, you're right. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Amelda Staunton. Yeah, uh, she rocks, man. She Ashley, rocks in everything. Ashley Jensen. Yeah, she is really great. <laughs> and and many others. Yeah. Uh, directed by Sarah Smith and Barry Cook. Heck yeah. Written by Peter Baina. Bain, no, not Baina. Bainham. Yeah, if Bainham. I can read. Bainham. Bainham. It's probably the more correct way to say it. Bainham. Like, it's like Bainham. <laughs> and, Sarah, and Sarah Smith. Um, Shout out to Sarah Smith for real. <laughs> it was nominated for two BAFTAs, apparently. Wow, there you go. It, oh, yeah. For those who don't know, this is a very British movie. Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> just for reference if you're gonna watch it be prepared for a lot of british stuff yeah oh yeah and i was gonna mention specifically <laughs> that it is an aardman film it is one of the one of the few 3d animated not not claymation aardman films yes uh i think their only crossover with sony pictures unless flushed away is sony which i don't think it is it's not okay i don't think yeah i think this is their only crossover with sony so, no, they did the pirates. Oh, pirates! Quite right. Quite right. <laughs> <laughs> Bad movie. Yeah, not 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 as good as this, but <laughs> but we'll maybe we'll cover it some other time. I don't know. Art Artman is a strange studio, really. At the end of the day, but uh, more on that in our next segment because we're going to be talking about the quality of the picture. The like quality guy. of the picture. Yes. The Santa sucks. That's what we've. That's what we've confirmed. Well, there are like four Santas no, in this yeah, movie. But like <laughs> the the act of Santa at the beginning of the movie annoys me, and it's a bad character design. <laughs> 
Just talking, I was just talking about it. We were like, just talking like, about oh, this. What is it? Are you Arthur? Is Arthur my son? <laughs> I don't remember. Is this Christmas? I will not I will not accept Jim Broadbent hate, Micah. He is awesome. No, no, no Jim Broadbent right. hate. No Jim Broadbent hate. Just the Santa hate. <laughs> he sucks. I mean like he can't I, even deliver a present, right? As a as a person, yeah, a little bit. He's the worst. <laughs> but the character the character design is like oddly off putting. I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. Strange. I don't like the character design. The like, animation in general looks real weird in this. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention that. Um because like the animation, like if this did not have such an outstanding screenplay, <laughs> I would be like, This is crap. <laughs> this is no, the banner for the film, be? I'm like, wow, that looks like a terrible film. No, and I know I know it's just because it was 2011. Like honestly, compared to other 2011 films, it doesn't even look that bad. Let's fact check that. But like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Watching it now, I'm like, wow, this is like really choppy and like the textures are kind of inconsistent but like i we've been spoiled with like modern pixar like toy story 4 rango rango came out in 2000 but that's gore verbinski which looks the adventures of ten ten the best looking mocap those are both mocap these kung fu panda 2 came out okay (laughs) i think it just needed to up its standards it needed a higher budget is what it needed. added a hundred million dollar budget oh my goodness (laughs) they just spend it all on the voice cast i guess which i mean you know the voice cast is good enough that, like, maybe it was worth it. <laughs> and if they paid the screenwriters yeah, and directors well... Looking looking at the animated movies from that year, I think it was probably one of the worst-looking animated movies in just animation quality. But Yeah, probably. But, you know, it, it's oh. not... It doesn't take oh. that much away. There you go. What? There is one that looks worse. <laughs> is it Mars like a Need, real movie? Mars Needs Moms oh, came no. out in 2011. Not, what, what, why are there so many mocap movies Produced, from produced by Disney. Produced by Disney. Why there's so many mocap so, movies? So, <laughs> if Disney can't do it, even though they did it with, you know, two other movies that looked really good, they can't, <laughs> it's fine. Wow. There we go. I've proved that Arthur Christmas is not the worst-looking 2011 animated movie. Well, Micah, besides its somewhat poorly aged and kind of bad animation, what what do you think of Arthur Christmas? What do, what do I think of what Arthur think Christmas? Of what do you think of it? Uh, I think Arthur Christmas is a really, really fun movie. I think it surprisingly it pulls off everything that it's trying to do, like because it's an odd movie it's in a concept. Very strange film. Uh, but not only does it pull off this kind of goofy concept, like prep and landing style. Mm. Goofy Mm -hmm. concept with some really like surprising emotional resonance and weight Uh, but it's also really like entertaining and well paced and like funny so right i don't know what to say i you don't expect it when you go into arthur christmas but both the times that i've liked it i've i've pretty much just been like either enjoying myself or laughing all the way through the movie there you go so Solid picture. <laughs> it's a solid flick, I dare say. Uh, I give it a four out of five. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, in my opinion, Arthur Christmas is kind of astoundingly good. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't think it should be as good as it is. Um, but it's, it's really, really well written. Like, all of the um, character writing in this is fantastic. Like, all of the characters feel so like real and you know like <laughs> flawed and the dynamics work so well it's it's a really well written movie um it's surprisingly well paced they gave it a good like narrative momentum uh the british humor in this like in contrast to most of the american <laughs> kids comedies that you see it's so funny like it, really... it, it adds just enough edge to be like ah <laughs> the, I don't, I don't it, it gives it a nice personality i like it i don't know if you'd call this just inherently british humor but no not is, all of it, it is very different it. from most american humor yeah you can't I, you can't chalk up all of the comedic beats in this uh, and it's you know it's it's a pretty well-written comedy um you can't chalk it all up to just oh it was a british (laughs) movie like obviously it has really clever joke writing and stuff so like it's it's not all british stuff as shafrilis put in his review uh (laughs) it's the only kids movie uh that mentions the the cuban missile crisis which is insane (laughs) that 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 is the kind of movie the arthur christmas is the kind of movie where they would mention the cuban missile crisis (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's really funny. It's really well written, um, and it 
is surprisingly emotionally resonant. It's it's wow, a great film. That's exactly what I said. I, I will say something you He's didn't just mention. stealing words out of something my mouth. Something you didn't mention. He could have worded it differently. Was how uh, intricately thought through a lot of the systems in this movie are, because that's something I, that really stuck out to me. What do you mean by that? I don't know. Like <laughs> you, you mentioned prep and landing. Prep and landing, like the whole thing is like, oh, the elves, they're, they're, they're prepping and they're landing, you know? And it shows it shows the kind of methodical process leading up to that. <laughs> I, this does a good job of like doing that same thing in a different uh, form, you know. I don't know, like the the opening you, sequence. You say so. The opening sequence where they're delivering all the presents. I feel like, like there's I so feel many. Like both this and prep and landing are kind of are kind of flimsy. I don't know. There's, <laughs> in there's, their cuts. There's a really fun attention to detail in a lot of those sequences, and I that's something I appreciated. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get, also gave it a four out of five. I think it's wow. pretty great. It's pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> solid, solid movie. <laughs> solid flick. Well, do you have a do you, do you, wow? Do you have us? Do you have a question for? us? Us to, to get us into us. the rest of the discussion. Uh, I don't. I didn't have one on lock. I could probably oh, come you up didn't with have one on lock. Come on, that's <laughs> amateur. How, how, how many years have we been doing oh this goodness. podcast? I think three years, something like that. Four years, probably. <laughs> um, okay, what did you think? Since since we kind of already half mentioned it, what did you think of the like elf stuff? The, the actual Santa Claus system. That is present in this movie because I, I think it's I think it's a very I think it's, cool thing. I, I think know. it's a pretty background thing. I don't think it matters much in the movie overall, <laughs> but I think what they have there yeah, is pretty satisfying. I don't know. It's it's not my favorite thing in the world. Like it doesn't give the vibe that I really want from like like even prep and landing. I like the vibe that it gives across for some reason more than this. Well, it's more focused. Um, well, it is focused on the elves. It's not focused on Santa like this is. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. It's weird to me still, the whole, like, the, like the camouflage and then, like, the thousands and thousands of elves <laughs> depend, or descending upon a city. They got, yeah, like, got, like, a thousand elves. <laughs> thousands of elves. <laughs> They're just dropping and, down. I don't know. I, again, it really, uh, I really, like, it, it bothers me that the Santa sucks so much and he can't deliver <laughs> a single freaking present. Um, My but God, yeah, I don't know. I wish I wish there was a little bit more focus on, like, what the elves are up to. Because, like, we see all these different things and we see all the computers and they're tracking all the deliveries. I mean, it's not deliveries. about them. And whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the elves, like, like, the one elf we get, what's her face, that's one of the main characters, she's pretty fun. But even she feels like she just doesn't have much to do. Like, I feel like the elves in this and all of that stuff feels kind of pointless in this movie. They just don't have much to do. So it seems like a lot of, like, flashiness, but without much point to it. Well, I, I see it more as, you know, just kind of window dressing for... Well, obviously. Fun, like, just... fun, it just fun sequences to throw in. I'm you know? just saying it's like it never gives me like it's I'm not criticizing it in any way I'm just saying it doesn't inherently like I'm not I don't look at it as being any like of value that much oh. in the movie I don't know I think I think it gives it some personality and fun like I don't know it gives it a fun energy that wouldn't be there otherwise well yeah I you like still it. need the <laughs> you, you need it there I'm just saying like it's weird like it gives a weird Strange. vibe to me okay you know I mean fair enough I I just wanted to praise how like well shot and well edited those sequences are because they're really they're really fun no oh, yeah I think they're fun and I really like a lot of the visual comedic bits that are in them too but they're all so british shrabby they are they're so british they're very british thinking they're about to be prepping landing and then they're like oh wait we <laughs> you got the present for me you got a present in it <laughs> put under the tree <laughs> that's that's basically the whole the whole thing we we know we know we know british people for real because you know we got luke He's been good, on the good podcast. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, uh, but uh, <laughs> but no, it's I don't know. I uh, the elves entirely like throughout the entire movie give me a weird vibe and like the whole like Santa Christmas meltdown thing. I always uh, it's not a bad vibe, but by any means, but I always feel like it's just weird for the movie. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, they're like the minions, almost. <laughs> That's the vibe that they give across to me. But the main, like, elf, um, I think her name is 
Briny, Briny, something Bryony, like that. Something like that. Very, something no, British. I like her. I was about to say she's given a real character and she acts no, no, as a good no, no, foil no. for Arthur no, no, throughout this. Really, I really like her. <laughs> it's the mass majority of the You're elves. saying the all the other elves? Like I'm saying like the the elf populace, how they are used on a on a mass okay, in the movie. Okay. They just make me think of the minions. That's the vibe That's they fair. give me. I love I love Ernie though. <laughs> Ernie. Ernie rocks. I don't know who that is. Ernie's the really old elf thinking... with the typewriter thing. Oh. I was just, <laughs> what is that bit? The Ernie. Ernie. Oh, man. What, what is, is that, that from? from? I'll remember it later. I don't no, know. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's from Freebirds, isn't it? No. No? No. Yes. No, it has no. To be. That is not what it's from. That is, there is a character called Ernie in that, but that no. is not what okay. this is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is something more ancient. Go on. Okay, Keep talking. Okay. Um, okay, what do you think of the uh, vocal cast? I mentioned how much I enjoyed the more oh, no, the vocal A-list cast, vocal, the vocal cast. cast. I don't know, can great. you call us an A-list vocal cast? I guess so, yeah. I mean, from a British standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about British people, I guess these are pretty uh, good. No, I think, I think James wow. McAvoy especially gives wow. a really fantastic performance. Um, especially, like, I just was not know, aware man. that it was James McAvoy. Like, okay, so I wouldn't praise it inherently just because you can't tell it's him. But, like, he well, is no, giving I, a genuinely that, that good wasn't, performance. That wasn't my end I know, all I'm, of my statement i'm just clarifying just, yeah well i was gonna say more i was just like i couldn't even tell it was james mcavoy mm-hmm. which a lot of a lot of actors who then do voice acting oftentimes just do their voice yeah um yeah but no i, I think he gives a really like fun and energetic performance with a lot of like a lot of that almost like childlike wonder mm-hmm. that arthur needs to have which is really impressive i don't know just coming from james mcavoy that's impressive <laughs> to me I, I mean it's impressive in general but i don't know i do yeah. like james mcavoy though he's yeah he's um, great and then like all the performances again like the, the santa there's something about santa the entire movie that like just really <laughs> makes makes me like it annoys me actively <laughs> But not in like a bad way, but like, oh, I want to like, I want to like punch him. <laughs> I want him to just speak faster or something, which is, it's a good performance. Um, it's a really good performance. Micah, you literally, literally the characters in the movie are just trying to get words from their father that they never get to hear. And you are, you are saying I know, this. I know. <laughs> I'm saying it's a good performance. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> but he sucks. <laughs> um and I and I like I like um Steve and Grand Santa's like those two performances quite Dude. a bit. They're, they're really they're really <laughs> colorful and like each yeah. of each of the different performances kind of brings a different aspect and a different energy. And even even um why did I just lose her name? Who? Uh Bryony? No. Miss Santa, uh, Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus. Her performance is really like I don't know. It's really fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed her like flavorings onto the movie. Right. So I think I think the vocal cast is all killing it. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was gonna. I I, I just wanted to praise how great they all are. Um, anytime Bill Nye, I don't know. I assume that's how you say his name, is like doing his thing. It's <laughs> it's so much fun. He's he's literally. I think maybe the standout performance in this movie for me. <laughs> It's it's tripping me out by Hugh Laurie. He keeps looking like Bill Mendelssohn. I think it's Bill Ben Mendelssohn. Oh, Ben Mendelssohn. Who's Bill Mendelssohn? There's no Bill Mendelssohn. <laughs> I've I've created a fictional actor <laughs> who looks like Hugh Laurie. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, um, j- just a side note, that's all. Uh but yeah, James McAvoy, man. I don't know what he was doing in this, but it was working. <laughs> so what what do you think uh what do you think of um like the progression of the plot, the kind of the kind of almost weird, like they're constantly once the plot gets going, constantly chasing that goal and just going off on like different things that don't that keep on not working. Yeah, the structure of this is kind of strange if I if you think about it, because <laughs> like they it opens up with you know like all of the, them delivering all the gifts on Christmas Eve night. And then, like, the real jumping-off point is the undelivered present and them leaving the North Pole. And then they just kind of, like, fall around everywhere <laughs> until the end. No, that's sequence. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they're just, like, <laughs> like and even even the other people eventually, like, they're just like, what's going on? And then they're like, huh? And then they're like, what? And then they join it. <laughs> right. 
No, but I mean, it's it's very strange. All of the actual beats throughout the rest of the movie are all like character beats, which is very strange. Instead of like mostly, you know, like there are plot beats, obviously. Um, but like the way the movie progresses is very strange. Well, it's, well, it's very unusual mm. for especially a quote unquote kids movie to yeah. be so character driven like this. It's, is. It's, that, that's pretty much and, the whole movie in this. <laughs> and 90% of this is like not really much happening, but a bunch of character beats because the mm -hmm. characters are like really, really good and uh, their different goals and conflicts and relationships are really compelling to watch through this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, like, it makes Arthur such an endearing character, especially being that, like, all of the other characters have some something that makes them, like, kind of annoying. <laughs> right. No, see, that that's what I love so much about Arthur Christmas is all the characters, um, they're all flawed in some way. Yeah. And it, it makes it feel very real. Even, even Arthur. Which is very, <laughs> yeah, even Arthur, um, who, who for some reason is idolizing. <laughs> <laughs> the worst Santa Claus known to me. Right. I think you might have had better luck uh, <laughs> idolizing Grand Santa. For right. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it, I can't, like, oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> What's going on over here? <laughs> it's just Kevin from 321 Penguins, but annoying. It's <laughs> funny. I thought, I thought you were doing Mr. Frog from Smiling Friends. Exactly. It's the same voice. <laughs> It's that voice that haunts my nightmares. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's the, the actual structure of the story is, I think, very good because the character beat momentum, like the way that the stakes keep raising character wise, because yeah. like, um, you have the eventual betrayal of Arthur near the end of the second act and like fall from grace. I don't know. It. It, it all flows very naturally, well, and again, they do it, a really it good, builds a really good momentum for they the do, story. It's like, from the very beginning, they do a really good job of, like, building up to Arthur, like, mm -hmm. being, the, like, being, not really having much of a job, and the, the weird conflict with, between <clears throat> Santa and Steve. Yeah. And then, boom, they kick off with the present missing, and then they have some more conflict, and then you get your, your second character pairing with Grand Santa and Arthur, and then, boom, they get going. And, like, each time it just, it, it builds establishing each character and after you have a little bit of grand santa and arthur then you also bring in um Steve? what's her face no. Bri brian 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 <laughs> brianie brianie and then and then she switches up the dynamic and then you have the entire build of them getting from place yeah. to place figuring things out blah 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 that's a little bit then boom again the whole grand santa didn't really care about the children mm and which is such a great reveal it really is <laughs> right he seems like oh it's like grand santa he's back at it and then it seems they're back in their little selfish family feud yeah his vocal performance is so like charismatic and sweet you want it you want to be like yeah finally so like a, yeah, a true want, ally for Arthur. i was going to say you want him to be that goofy that yeah. goofy old guy who really gets it Exactly. Um, instead, he he turns out to be just as selfish as the other members of his family. Well done, bravo, Arthur Christmas, bravo. <laughs> but no, it's it's just a constant like build and turn and build and turn, and it makes for a very interesting and odd structure for for especially again like like a kids animated movie, right? Um, but it's really effective, and it makes it gives Arthur Christmas such a unique vibe. Like, like, one of the things that's crazy about this, even among Aardman films, I feel like this movie just kind of stands out. I don't know another movie sure. that really operates like Arthur Christmas. You know, it's funny, the only thing I can think to compare it to in Aardman's catalog is Flushed Away, and that's a much, much worse <laughs> movie with, even then, like, a still a more linear beat-by-beat -beat story than this. Right. Um so yeah Which, like there's I mean, there's not, like there's like an that, established villain and yeah and exactly away. there's not really an established villain in this like um i i, I watched houston coley's video about arthur christmas yesterday and he was saying the closest thing this film has to a villain is the sunrise <laughs> right which is a very which is a very interesting thing that this like again yeah. this is a very unique movie yeah. it doesn't have any really villain the only the only thing is the timer and like the conflict between family of which Absolutely. of which like uh, any normal movie would go full like villain mode on steve i was like, about to say they would have just made steve the villain anyone <laughs> any other movie would have just made him a straight up villain yeah I'm he's so he's a bad he's a bad santa but he's not like a uh, he's not a villain <laughs> right he's just he's just hurt emotionally 
<laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like it's it's really crazy that they pulled off this so well because again, it relies solely on the character beats for ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, it's great um, stuff, man. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the question again? Why? What did you, uh, <laughs> the structure of the movie? Yeah, what did you think of? Like, I think, I think, I don't remember. <laughs> that could have been the question. Wow. We, the the goal is to lose ourselves in the question. I see. Ravi. I see. To to get so into the discussion that we forget the question. That's the goal of every question. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that being the goal. Um, the squeaky chair. Squeaky chair. We both have squeaky chairs. <laughs> You get higher quality chairs in the studio. That's we have. I think we have twenty dollars in revenue now. Oh, uh, twenty dollars in, 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 in podcast revenue. revenue, which is quite a bit oh, yeah. for a podcast yeah, our they, size. They, but they it is not enough to buy a chair. Depending on the chairs, we'll buy like a super cheap couch or something. <laughs> that could work. Head, head over to Goodwill. Get the get the studio couch. I I, I don't know if I want to buy a couch. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, Arthur Christmas, Micah. Um, what did you think of uh, the different locations and stuff? Like in this, I think I think it stays pretty. I think it stays pretty fun. Again, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the sleigh. I never have been. You don't. This, you don't the like... same reason I don't like the elves that much overall. Like it just gives. Okay. It's not a vibe that I particularly enjoy. I don't like the concept of this massive like. Electronic... Oh, you're saying the S one? Okay. Yeah, of this like massive electronic camouflaging sleigh it's not really my thing well it's not really present for most of the movie but i do really <laughs> like the i like the secondary sleigh a lot um yes but i was saying because the, the s1 is an actual location the ah, sleigh yes. it's the tiny sleigh i would not qualify as a location well i was just saying like <laughs> i would that was to... one of the locations i was talking about ah but uh they go to a bunch of different places i really like so. yeah because well yeah really, it yeah. centralizes around the <laughs> s1 and and then a bunch of different locations <laughs> um kind of kind of like almost like monsters inc vibes from the different towns <laughs> right you know? which is odd an odd thing to say but that's the, the like i inexplicably just could describe like the different towns and stuff they go to as reminding me of monsters inc and like the brief times they go to the human world i love that canada has absolutely zero people it's <laughs> a good touch i think uh, <laughs> why it's such a huge city and i don't see a single no, person. you don't see a single person <laughs> so funny dude uh but yeah no like the locations are fun and engaging and each one brings a different vibe but again yeah. they're not really the focus there's no. no time really spent in any individual location i like the little i like the little gas station thing bit or whatever <laughs> with the aliens that was fun <laughs> What, what does the headline say? Like, evil incarnate or something? <laughs> With Arthur's face. That, I swear. Yeah, I don't think the locations really bring... Like, I think the way... Like, like for what they're in there for, they bring a unique and interesting yeah. thing. But they don't really bring much overall. No, no. Um, what do you think as a, as a kind of build off of that? Yeah. This is a good thing to bring up, I think. What do you think of the whole... Oh no, they're gonna catch us Christmas, blah blah blah. It's just like the bite of eighty seven or something like that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, what do you think of the whole like the government finding them kind I of think, thing? I think not only is it a good way to raise the stakes, I also think it's a really funny bit. Okay. <laughs> like all of the bureaucracy and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because like, I think I think that's about, I think that's, that. that's about like the layer of stuff that it brings. It's like yeah. really, really funny bits and also a good way to yeah. up the stakes no, towards it, the end. It raises the stakes from an external level where it's not just it's not only character stakes, which like it's the movie's not afraid to just do character stakes like in the beginning. Um but like it raises it in a really natural and fun way, I think. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a really brilliant move. Because again, it's never treated with any like, oh man, this is the final conflict. Yeah. like they're facing it's off against it's the government. It's not really all that important to they're the just, characters. Yeah, there's all. just some like fun jokes with yeah. the fact, <laughs> like even even when the sleigh gets like blown up, like they're they're playing it for complete laughs. So it's not like it's not like oh no, the sleigh. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say complete laughs. Like it's obviously it's, it's a very well, sweet. Got, yeah, it's got, for like Grand a, Santa it's got a beat and, for Grand Santa. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like, it's not yeah. like, oh no, like tragic loss. It's not like Avengers Endgame. They're not like they won. They won. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> uh, 
but no, I, like I said, I just think this movie does a really fantastic job of blending all of its different elements into this really smooth, really like surprisingly simple but emotionally in-depth movie. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the theme that's kind of present here of like old versus new, like technology versus tradition kind of thing? Because it is it is a theme here. It's not like the main theme or anything. <laughs> I think it's I think it's interesting the yeah. way that, the way they handle it is interesting because, and I think that what they kind of uh, you know they accurately land on is like the the combination <laughs> of the of the old and the new. Yeah. Um, but I think it makes for, again, just an interesting like kind of character foil conflict for all of the different generations of Santas. I think it's a really brilliant move in how you're going to go about writing a character like Steve. Yeah. Because, um, like, the technology and kind of coldness, uh, not to put too fine a point on it, uh, that is present in his character. It's a really brilliant way to manifest that in, like, a very tangible way. Yeah, the modern, the modern, and it, it, like, yeah, like the, the S one and everything. Like, like it's, it's, it's like pretty it's like great. Amazon, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't care about your kids, but they are going to get you your presents fast. It's funny. I I love that they go to the wrong <laughs> city twice. Right. That's a great. Bit. <laughs> they both go to the wrong. Dude, that's a great bit. The Chihuahua with the eye slippers, like that, might be like the best bit in the whole movie. I think. <laughs> I don't so know funny. about that. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> Micah, when the chihuahua first bites onto the slipper, the, the googly eyes go on top of his head, and they start shaking around. It's so funny. It's, I don't know about so best great. bit. I, it's fine. <laughs> I love the chihuahua. But no, I think, I yeah. think again, I think this is a kind of a difficult... I, like, I, I don't know. This movie is difficult for me to talk about, if you could tell. Yeah. This is not my normal amount of, like, thoughts on a movie. Much just like because it's uh, good. Just because I think it's one of those kind of movies where, like, it's very, very simple yeah. because of the way it's written. It's very character-based. But, like, you know, the character stuff isn't, like, so in-depth to talk about it that much. It's very simple, but, again, satisfying. Yeah. And everything does a really fantastic job. Like, almost every element does a really fantastic job of just tying in to making that engaging, simple, funny, and, like, you know, like, it, like it just, it, it drives down. Absolutely. Um, my only, like, problems with the movie is, like, some of, like, the pacing doesn't fully work. Some of the lines don't fully work. I'm not as big of a fan of some of the things as I could be. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't fully hit on everything yeah. for me. Yeah, But it really doesn't even have any big problems. <laughs> right. It doesn't, like, it's, it, it is a really, really good, not fantastically great, but good movie. It's extremely um, solid, dude. <laughs> that that hits all of its beats, that all of its different elements play into bringing really, really engaging emotional beats without being melodramatic. Mm -hmm. um, it's charming, and it, it has a really great personality to it. So I have I have a hard time it's answering the, yeah, like, like really discussing into these questions, because almost all of these questions have been about stuff that are just like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. they're, there, they're there, but they're not really, they, they're just part of this overall collective. They're not as much stand on their own individual elements. Yeah. Um, but it's a really impressive movie. I, I think it's fantastic. It's very great, unique. Man. Yeah. Uh, no, I mentioned in my review how, like, I haven't really found another movie quite like Arthur Christmas. <laughs> and, you know, maybe maybe that's a good thing. Maybe the real Christmas magic were the Arthur Christmases <laughs> we made along the way. <laughs> maybe the real Santa was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, what do you, I, I forgot to ask. What do you think of uh, the the spoiler warning uh, at the end? <laughs> Arthur becoming Santa, Micah. I mean, that's literally like the, the uh, what thought? Exactly, this is exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. What thoughts can I have on this? They literally the entire movie show you how he is the best option for Santa. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of wanted them to pick Steve. What does that say? <laughs> <laughs> like Robbie, Steve, Steve doesn't care about children. No, but he gains new perspective. Like, <laughs> but he still is bad with kids. I know. <laughs> you got to be good with kids to be Santa, at the very least. That's like the tiniest That's the qualifier. Minimum. <laughs> That's why he was given an important job because his skills are important and good. <laughs> He's just no Santa. Man, the, I, the, I'll be the candlestick line. That's that's good. No, that's <laughs> I like good. it. Like it's it's emotional. <sighs> 
because Steve is not a Steve is a good character. Steve is Man. a very engaging character to watch. Again, like if any other studio had gotten their hands all over this script, Steve would just be like, hmm. Steve would be like, I'm, I'm going to destroy yeah, Christmas. He's like, I'm going to hijack Christmas and be my own Santa. He's going to murder. He's going to yeah, murder like Santa. The, like the joke. He's going to end up trying to murder Santa or something. Uh, but instead, they make him like a, like a well-rounded character with yay. emotional stakes and yay. a real purpose and the reason he is that way. Micah, who's your favorite sympathetic villain? Oh, no. <laughs> and why is it Steve from Arthur Christmas? <laughs> oh, uh, that sympathetic villain review with sugar. Oh, my goodness. People, people who aren't on Twitter probably don't understand what we're talking about. You know what? It's fine. But that sympathetic villain you know, tweet was pretty darn good. Who isn't on twitter and listens to this okay podcast. but it's still, okay okay very weird side tangent but it All really right. bothers me that what's his face from blade runner is on there because he's a he is a sympathetic villain <laughs> right. and the others are like the oh worst goodness, people in the God. world and he is a sympathetic villain and i will stand by that wow like like teardrops in the rain Ravi. Micah's like the guy from Blade Runner he's on he just skipped to a random time code in the Arthur Christmas episode it's like the guy from Blade Runner is a, not a he's a sympathetic villain he's not what do you want from me he's not he's no Shiger Ravi. oh my goodness he's no Sauron <laughs> Sauron barely a character <laughs> Sauron is just like this goofy force of evil Ravi. Right. But anyway, Arthur Christmas, great film. You should go watch it. Yeah. Because it's great. And yeah, no, I don't... It, it's very British. It's very British. But I'm not going to hold it against it. <laughs> no, I, again, I really love the humor that it goes across in yeah. this. I love... I will say I really love the, the feeling of, of history that this one gives you, mm-hmm. especially when you go with, like, the Grand Santa stuff. All yeah. the stuff in the old sleigh I really love. There's, there's a real sense um, of legacy to it. And yeah. that's not something you find too often in modern, say, like, kids' movies. It's, it's, it's one that, like, it gives a very much appreciation for... Cause you, you, and I was going to mention it more, but we kind of got off on other things <laughs> when you mentioned, like, the whole old technology yeah, new yeah. technology thing it does a really good job of of stressing the importance of legacy and and tradition mm-hmm. despite the move towards newer and better technology yeah um and i think i think that's a really sweet thing that it kind of just tucks into there as yeah. kind of because again there's a Steve, rather, there's a lot of really good themes Steve that it just kind of throws Steve in is there. driving just towards technology <laughs> yeah. and numbers and oh it's okay as long as you hit all these numbers it was practically a perfect christmas in every way <laughs> except for one kid and yeah. then like you know grand santa is obsessed with the old ways he can't do that Santa's just an incompetent idiot who sucks in every way. <laughs> and, wow. And then Arthur is a good combination of all three. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I, it's, a, it's a good observation, Mike. No, and it's not, again, it's not anything like, oh, mind-blowing. Well, it's you, just, you cracked Arthur Christmas. It's just a satisfying, and again, yeah. again, that's why this movie is like an interesting one to talk about on the podcast, just because everything about it is very simple, but in a very satisfying, accessible way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say shout out to the old typewriter elf <laughs> before before we end the segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. because he's like the funniest person in this movie <laughs> shout out to old people in general honestly when they're when they're all freaking out and he's just going so slow <laughs> so funny dude i swear go go call your grandparents dude that's that's the takeaway i think <laughs> uh but yeah, Arthur Christmas. Arthur Christmas. I gave it, I gave, just as a reminder, I gave it a 4 out of 5. I also gave it a 4 out of 5. Pretty uh, unanimous decision. I, I like it. It's unanimous. It's a 4 out of 5. Good, good synergy Confirmed. in the podcast. Good synergy in the studio today. <laughs> yeah, good recording session. Good sesh, bro. Good sesh. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Arthur Christmas. Go watch it. And we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the other stuff we watched. Yeah, which is like nothing compared to the last time. <laughs> So, Ravi, what is the What We Watched segment? Well, for the the uninitiated, the one What We Watched segment is a segment we do at the end of, uh, I think, every episode we do. 
uh, where we briefly discuss all of the films that we logged on our Letterboxed diaries over the past uh, whatever period, usually a week uh, since we recorded our last episode. Uh, and this time we are going from, I'm trying to remember what we did last week, uh, Grand Budapest, so I guess the 29th onward roughly, 28th. Somewhere. I was about to say, we talked about both of those. I'm yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's talk about it, Mike. I only have like five movies. Just, to, just in case we didn't talk about it, I watched like nothing. But just in case we did, we watched Freebirds and The Northman after. I didn't watch Freebirds. Um, I watched Robbie uh, Hates The Northman. I watched Cha Cha Real Smooth and then The, the Northman is the greatest movie of all time. And Robbie's like, I hate The Northman. Shout out to Cha Cha Real Smooth if I didn't last episode because it's very good. And it, I don't know. It's he fun. witnessed the rise of The I did. I witnessed and was the like rise mid. Of no, I did not say mid. I think it's one of the best of the year. It's great. It's fantastic. I loved it. Um, it just wasn't totally my thing, <laughs> which, you know, more more power to it. It doesn't have to be my thing. Uh, but I gave I gave the Northman a four out of five. I gave the Northman a five out of five. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't think you watched anything was, before the oh, second, did no, you? I, no, I watched something on the first. I, didn't, I thought you watched something on the first. Sorry. First. Uh, but on the first of December, I watched <laughs> Falling for Christmas. Falling for the Christmas. The Netflix original with Lindsay Lohan Lindsay for the Lohan. first time in a decade. I very much want to see that. With with off-brand Nakey Jakey. <laughs> He doesn't it, look that much it could like have been him, but it could, but it should have been him. He had he had kind of the right energy for it, honestly. It Get Nakey Jakey in a rom com right away, please. Well, like look look at him like bundled up. I right, really, it looks like Jakey. Little little Jakeyness. Um, I like it. <laughs> unfortunately, the guy's name is Cord Overstreet. What? That's his actual That's his name. name. That is his. That is his Cord name. Cord Overstreet. Cord Paul Overstreet. Wow. That is his real name. I mean, kind of, um, kind of a metal name. I but can't even. Falling, <laughs> falling for Christmas was not very good, as Aww. I imagined it would not be. Um, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan is giving a really weird performance in this. <laughs> I don't know what's up with her performance in this. Uh, I was really happy, like, because I, I really like Lindsay Lohan. I, I always like have. Lohan, yeah. And I was really excited to see her acting again. I hope she's doing well. I put that as my review. <laughs> like, I hope she's just doing having a good time i hope she's doing okay she right. went through a lot uh within like the the 2000s that's to an now. understatement man um so i hope she's doing a-okay um glad to see her acting again but this is just like a very basic very simple kind of boring christmas movie <laughs> with some funny jokes but also saw a lot of like eh like they have like uh, one of the big characters is like an influencer and like <laughs> that can be good Micah. that can be like good. hatching and that's good <laughs> and there are like some things that work with it but yeah. at the same time he's also just like the most grating annoying Aww. stupid character in the movie but it, it's he's How played it by be? he's played by george young who's in malignant oh dang <laughs> i love that guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch. I need to watch Falling uh, for Christmas. But I give it two out of five. Darn. Uh, well, on the second, I watched. Well, I guess it was really late on the first. Uh, I watched Causeway, which, for those who don't know, it's the Apple TV Plus original starring Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, that's. I, I think those are the only two things people would probably know it for. <laughs> um, but it was very good. I, I actually really, really loved it. It's an A two four movie, also. Um, and I don't know. I it reminded me a lot. Way. It reminded me a lot of Last Black Man in San Francisco, which is a very good movie. <laughs> um, it's like the last white girl in New Orleans or something. <laughs> I think is what it should have been called. Um, but it's very good. Um, I think that's an inaccurate statement. <laughs> it has like I don't know. It it's very minimal, very gripping atmosphere, very good character writing. It's. It's it's got such a great emotional authenticity to it, and I loved it. Uh, I gave it's it a got, five out of five. It's got great emotional authenticity. It does. What do you know? <laughs> um, yeah, if you if you if you have Apple TV Plus, go watch Causeway. It's a great film. I love it. The, then later <laughs> that day, we watched the greatest movie ever made, probably. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> little Women. Little uh, women. Greta Gerwig's Little Women. My goodness, My uh, Little Women. <laughs> my Little Women. We watched it with my mom. She had never seen it. Um, to my chagrin um and we finally watched it and she's like kind of mid she, <laughs> she gave it a four and a half <laughs> no she like she just doesn't like the story which yeah. makes me sad she's like oh i don't like the book and i was like well maybe you'll like the movie and she's like oh, i don't really like the story of the movie either and i'm like no <laughs> i mean she did say she enjoyed the movie more 
yeah at the very least but i don't know i love this movie i think i think it's yeah i think it's practically perfect in every way i think the performances are freaking outstanding mm. i think the direction is amazing it's such a good ensemble, the production man. design is crazy yeah. the cinematography is beautiful the yeah. lighting is fantastic this movie is a stone cold masterpiece and i literally am almost never happier than watching <laughs> this movie this movie just makes me so happy it's so it's so good i i loved it even more than my first viewing which you know i i wasn't like crazy about it on the first viewing i thought Ooh. it was fantastic like i obviously i, I loved it but no, it just didn't. wasn't you were like eh, mid four no stars. i gave it a four did i thought i gave it a four and a half you probably did but i'm exaggerating <laughs> because you hate cinema oh my goodness <laughs> but i'm saying this time i connected a lot more to the characters and i I, I loved it. I don't know. It, it affected me a lot more emotionally this time. So. Yeah, well, I cried like three times. So <laughs> I, I realized I realized uh, how much Amy is just like me. <laughs> Ruby's like, I turned 20 and realized that Amy exactly. is just like me. <laughs> uh, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. A, a national treasure, I think. Indeed. Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> Saoirse Ronan, a national treasure also. For Ireland, though. For Ireland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not for us. But, you know, she is a national treasure, just not our national treasure. Uh, then what did we watch, Ruby? Uh Then we watched another Apple TV Plus original well, for we're some just reason. Watching, we're watching all of the Apple TV Plus movies. <laughs> so that no one can relate to the movies we watch. Nobody has Apple TV Plus, but they should, so they can specifically watch Wolfwalkers and Tragedy of Macbeth. And Coswin. <laughs> um but yeah we watched spirited uh new 2022 musical comedy starring uh will ferrell and ryan reynolds wow what a goofy pair and I octavia what, spencer too. i wonder what antics they'll get up to what, what crazy antics uh spirited is interesting it's a very <laughs> it's a very strange it's a film. weird movie because like <laughs> It's not bad. It's not it's, bad. It's, you could do a whole episode on Spirit. You, yeah. <laughs> There's probably a lot more to talk about oh, yeah. than Arctic Christmas. Oh, yes. Um, but, like, it's a it's such a weird movie. Like, the songs are weird. They're, like, they're good. They're, like, Broadway they're and kind good. of good. But at the same time, they're kind of weird and the lyricism is odd in them. It's strange. And the dude. plot is weird and, like, it's just an odd movie. Like, if it, it, it kind of feels like it's going for that that like classic like almost again a, a christmas carol modern take kind no of thing because that's kind dude, of what it's doing in my mind this is literally like if you were to make scrooged in 2020 yeah i was about to say exactly it's like what it it's be. like scrooged but like <laughs> modern yeah and it, it, it's got a very weird vibe and ryan reynolds character is weird and will ferrell's weirdly <laughs> cast here right um, he's not bad but like he's it's just a weird cast i don't know it's just it's all in all weird vibes surprisingly broadway sensibilities for a lot of the things like they're, they're constantly like playing around with the sets and stuff you like could it's adapt a broadway it, play you could adapt it so easily into a broadway like musical that i was i i'm convinced it was written as a broadway musical and they just adapted it into a screenplay right, right. <laughs> I, I, we were talking about like we were because we watched this with like uh, the whole family yeah uh, and we were talking about like why it wasn't a broadway play Play, and I was like, probably just because it's so expensive probably just, to get, yeah, probably budget. and and hard to get people to watch plays anymore. And right. What's up with that? It's because people are so poor. Mike. <laughs> we'll make musicals cheaper. Simply make them cheaper. Hey, there's an idea. They're very expensive productions. See, the, see, the problem is, Rebbie. <laughs> the problem is not enough people are going to see them, so they yeah. have to be more expensive. Yeah. Because take so movies, even make their movies money, yeah. are often spent with with either a close cost. Or a little bit more. I mean, like, I understand like, how the economy works uh, but to like, some degree. But like, if, like everyone's going and watching movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and maybe we'll, let's bring up that old Sarah's Ed video about how if they streamed more musicals, publicly than, available, than maybe musical. maybe crazy thought that uh, <laughs> people would be more interested in spending money to go see them, and you yes. could finally get a lot of new people into them, and they could bring down the prices and bring back the theater. <laughs> Micah just wants to revive the theater. I That's the takeaway. I want to, re I want to revive the theater. That's the takeaway. Uh, but yeah, it's a fine movie. It kind of kind of like laughably simplifies uh night uh, not nightmare before christmas or christmas uh, christmas carol yes with weird hudsucker vibes i i like i like the hudsucker vibes to a degree but it kind of like feels cheap i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no there's a lot of very like cheap humor weird like kinda... but like it's not all bad it's not bad know. it's just weird it's a weird it's movie. strange movie i like ryan reynolds jacket you just want the Santa costume that Ryan Reynolds. No, no, has. just the jacket. Just the jacket. Yeah, make I some mean, minor. It is a Santa make some minor modifications, and it wouldn't be. 
get rid of that poof and the poof in the belt and it would just be a cool jacket there you go uh but yeah solid I camera it, i gave it a, i gave it a three out of five i also gave it a three out of five very strange film and that was it that's all i watched <laughs> i watched nothing i played god of war ragnarok for like nine hours this week <laughs> cool um i watched one other thing besides arthur christmas on the fourth uh with kate bosworth and emile hirsch kate it. bosworth huh yeah um, from Barbarian. She's from quite Barbarian. good in that, too. Um, and so, Emile Hirsch, uh, speed racer himself. I th- I think this is, like, the second time I've ever seen one of his films. So, it was, it was that, he was the main reason I watched it. Uh, cool, cool concept film, I guess. It's called The Immaculate Room. It's about these two people who are locked in a room together. Is, for, is it an immaculate room? I mean, it's, it's like, all white. <laughs> so, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. why it's called The Immaculate Room. <laughs> um, but, like, they're locked in this room together for, like, 40, no, 50 days. Um, and they get $5 million if they, like, both stay in the room. Because they, they have the option to leave at any time. Um, and it's very, I don't Do know. they have, like, food? <laughs> yeah, no, they get they get food. They got, like, shower, bathroom, bed, you know. I mean, they're a couple. So, like, they, they, they're living together. But the whole thing is, like... That doesn't seem so bad. Their past traumas uh, make it to where they become more and more volatile as the film goes on. And Well, that sounds unpleasant. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I wanted to love it a lot more than I did, because it seems like something I would try and make... Um, if I got, if I ever get to work with Emil Hirsch, I will be very happy. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know, it kind of falls a little flat. It's, it's too underwritten. They, they went, they tried to be a bit, they tried to use like showy experimental stuff to fill in the screenplay gaps and it doesn't work. Um, that's really its weakest point, but like, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It was kind of fun. The twists and turns were somewhat unexpected. I, I I liked it, you know. It wasn't great, but I liked it. Um, I gave it a three out of five. Nice, nice time. I think. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what we watched. That's what we watched. That's the films. Also, I it let me log the Always Sunny Christmas <laughs> special earlier, but they've already deleted it from Letterboxd, and I'm a little sad. <laughs> uh, but that was also very good. I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia lately. Also, so. also shout out to God of War Ragnarok, which has been uh, one of my favorite games at this point. Like it's really fantastic. Mike is like, I'm not watching movies. Um, I'm watching God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> It's 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 been almost almost like I would say as good if not better gameplay wise hey. than than God of War, uh, and the story has just been insane. Like the way they've nice. gone about telling the story using like video games to tell the story has been really impressive. The story itself has been really really engaging. Kratos is such an engaging character in this one. Like they give nice. him a heck of a lot more depth than even is explored in the first I mean, one. He has a lot of depth no, he, he's got a lot of depth. Uh, Atreus is finally not annoying and really engaging, Yay. and it's just it's 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 such a good game. I've really really enjoyed nice. the game so far. And you keep keep you keep running downstairs to the studio. You're like Robbie, Robbie. You'll never guess what happened in Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I'm, we love to see it. I it's guess. Cool. I, don't, I don't know. I'm all in all a, a bigger a bigger video game shill than movie. Why? Why? What are you doing on my movie podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Our movie Our. podcast. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, go play God of War. Go play God of War. Um, go watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia if you, if you wish. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't endorse all of its content. But, go watch um, Little Women. Go watch I can, Little I can Women. Endorse its content. Heck yeah, go watch Little Women. <laughs> It's a great film. Go watch Arthur Christmas too. It's, it's Little Women season. <laughs> My Little Women. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk is Bob in it Odenkirk. for all you Better Call Saul fans. Why is Bob Odenkirk in the movie? <laughs> he land the role. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Have a have a good December. Have a good December. I can't believe we did a Christmas movie on the first of December. What is it? I mean, I guess the first week of December. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next week with probably another festive flick. <laughs> Maybe not, though. Maybe not. Well, well, we don't have to do it. We don't have to do festive flicks for all of December. We don't have to, but like we could. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.